0: Welcome to The Paleo View. I'm Stacey Toth, best-selling author and co-creator of PaleoParents.com, where we focus on real-life solutions for families seeking help.
1: I'm Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, New York Times best-selling author and creator of ThePaleoMom.com. I'm passionate about improving scientific literacy around public health topics. I like hashtags and bone broth. And I'm just a super nerd.
0: Listeners, we're back and Sarah is here, but she's not actually here. She's like on the West Coast. Okay, but hang on, because I'm never actually here. Like, That's we normally. True. Record... Well, you're at least like on the same coast as me.
1: This is true. Normally, we're in the same time zone, <laughs> and I am currently three hours earlier than you and crazy jet lagged. <laughs> so, and my body's like, Am I three hours earlier? Because maybe it's three hours later. Like, my body's in that, like, Oh, the, yeah. The way that we adapt to going west is by uh, thinking that three o'clock in the afternoon is bedtime, right? No, that's that's not. It's not how it, it's not how it works. <laughs> that's all right.
0: So, uh, happy book release day! Oh, thank you. And I know by oh. the time that the podcast is live, that it will have been several days later. But we're actually recording on your book release day, which is pretty yeah. special.
1: It is. It's such a like. Um, so I, uh, I flew, I, I started my book tour a little, I, I left two days early because I was starting my book tour in Seattle, Washington, and I grew up in Victoria, British Columbia. So I decided to fly just two days early and go spend a day and a half with my family since I was going to be so close anyways. And uh, I flew to Seattle this afternoon and there's this like new extra security thing for flights into the U S And the way Delta does it is they literally have like the security guy stop you as you're checking in and have a conversation with you. And we had this like super pleasant, lovely conversation. It was the friendliest extra security on the, in the history of security. Like it was just, I was like, if this was all, what all extra security was, was like a really friendly person having a nice conversation with you like i think travelers would just in general be happier people i don't know so but then there's the,
0: people like me where i'm like
1: i don't just have conversation anyway. yeah i
0: don't have conversations <laughs> with strangers
1: <laughs> i was i was like this is amazing we ended up talking for like 15 minutes it was like way longer than actually necessary but it was lovely and he asked me like so how like how how does it feel to have like a book release like how how does that and i was like it it's really surreal because it's, I've been working on this book for almost a year and a half and I've been able to hold it in my hands for like the last monthish, um, or not quite. And I've been able to like give preview copies, right? Like bloggers have received preview copies. I've been able to give preview copies to friends and family. And so I've been able to see some of these reactions, but it's, it's so different than like, um, watching people post reviews on Amazon and like from people I don't, I don't know and seeing these like glowing, amazing, positive reviews. And it is so part of it is just just this sense of relief. Like, okay, people do like it because this book was a huge gamble. I was um, talking to my mom this morning and saying like, there's not very many publishers that would have, published this book, like, even though I'm a proven author, and I'm a New York Times bestselling author, like, this would have been a hard sell for a lot of publishers that get really stuck in the like formulaic diet books. And to be able to go into this level of scientific detail to basically make like a textbook that doesn't feel like a textbook when you're reading it, like a a textbook for just everybody. uh, You know, that's, it's so different from other books that have come before. And it, it really was a gamble. And so there's this sense of relief of like, okay, this this gamble has, has paid off. People are really liking it. People are really enjoying it. And then there's this um, just sense of accomplishment that comes with it. Like, you know, yeah, here it is. And here's this thing out in the world. Um, but there's this sort of strange, like emotional vulnerability right now of, you know, like so far the responses have been absolutely ubiquitously like raving, you know, positive and there's going to be at some point, somebody who's not going to like the book. And that's, you know, that's just the way that you can't please everybody. But like, there's this part of like, <laughs> just like hoping, I just waiting, waiting for the, waiting for the feedback, waiting for the response. Um, and, and trying not to take the, the first person who's, who's really upset about the book, and try not to take that personally. So there's this really interesting, like collection of like, uh, this just feeling of ta-da, right? Like, it's just like, it's here, ta-da, it's, it's, it's in the world. And this, this great feeling of just like, I imagine it's similar to sort of watching your kids go off to college, right? It's got that, probably that same similar mix of, of emotions. Like you're so proud, but you're, you know, there's, you're, you're worried too, as a parent. Right. And it's, it's kind of got this like weird, like, I'm excited and I'm um, you know, I have this great sense of like I, I've 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 accomplished this big thing and I'm I'm really enjoying just watching everything come in, but at the same time there's this like undercurrent of well, I hope everyone still likes it in a week. <laughs> like it's it's a really strange mix of emotions. Oh,
0: I mean, I get that, but at the same time like come on, have have <laughs> pride in the authorship. So here's the thing is, I mean, I too got this book via PDF a while ago in order to be able to give an honest opinion on it before it came out. And um, then I I didn't get my, my paper copy and I was a little bit like, well, maybe the books are really expensive and I couldn't get a review copy or whatever. And then I realized... It had been shipped to my old address because our publisher doesn't have the new address, which has since been rectified. Um, So now I finally have, uh, after (laughs) doing a little recon at the old house and a pickup, um, the the, the, book It's a good thing you didn't move across the country, right? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like we have, we go over there way too often. Um between like, you know, the boys' old friends and whatever. Like I can't imagine people who move all the time with children. Like it's just it's been crazy. So anyway, um so I wanna I wanna I wanna like I'm sure you have a copy that you can put in your hand, but I wanna point out some of the things that when I was paging through, which is an entirely different experience than looking at a PDF. Yeah. And most people who read books on Kindles can understand, especially in this type of almost textbook type structure. um, It's different to like put it in your hands and be able to reference things back and forth and, oh, let me go check at that and blah, blah, blah. You know, like it's it's a tactile experience, so to speak. So um, one of the things that I think is adorable, first of all, and I know you mentioned it once before on the podcast, but you have this little icon that's called Knowledge Bombs. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I... (laughs) well <laughs> like i want just like a printout of all of the knowledge bombs <laughs> like i just want like however many like three pages five pages whatever they are of like all of them just like on one page because they're amazing so like one uh in particular i'm looking at chapter 33 which is modifying paleo for specific goals and i think this is such um a great like condensed little version of the like basically the most frequently asked questions right like um Weight loss, eating veggies, carbohydrate confusion, and then also addresses things like um, cancer, uh, like reducing your risk of cancer or potentially managing diabetes and also a little autoimmune disease primer. Um, So I think uh, looking at that was uh, fun for me to think like, oh, that's a great reference for people to, if you know someone in your life, for example, like my grandfather had kidney disease, it would have been really great to have this little section on applying paleo to kidney disease here for, you know, just kind of an understanding of the science behind it and that sort of information. Um, but then one of the things that I thought that you did is so smart and is so useful. And like, I think that, uh, people will want to make a copy of this page and print it and put it on their refrigerator is this money-saving strategy guide thing that mm-hmm. you did. I mean, I don't want to call it a guide because technically it's just a page in your book, but it's it's been designed graphically to help people stretch their dollars for meals and talking about foods that either are really nutrient dense, i.e. it might not be cheap to buy, but it will give you so much more back, which is a great way of looking at um, ways to save money or um, foods that are less expensive that can stretch meals, like for example, cabbage and um, you list butternut squash, but really any root vegetable, right? So, yeah. um, I, well, there's a lot of root vegetables here, but I think like this is such kind of becomes inherent to those of us who have been doing it a really long time and may not. Be at the top of someone's mind if you've been like me doing this for seven years, and someone's like, Well, it's so expensive. Like, this is such a good reminder and, and a habit that I have built in, or for someone coming in and utilizing this book on day one, can be a great resource for them of like not feeling super overwhelmed about everything, but being able to just look at this and like, Okay, you know, I can't do everything all at once, but here are some things that I can implement right away.
1: That's yeah, like I really tr- tried. I really tried. <laughs> thank <Sorry>. you. <laughs> um, I really tried to hit um, like beginner to pro with this book, and really have like layer the information so that there's like this um, quick start, super quick digestible information in the the science simplified and the health quick start boxes um, that are. Throughout the book, um, and all of the different guides and sort of I, like I think of them, they're kind of like infographic esque. But of course, I don't know if it can be an infographic if it's in a book. But I tried to like really distill the information visually as, as often as possible. Um, and and so I really try to think of like the person who's just coming into this movement and needs the like what do I do right now information, and then still provide the information for the the you know, the pro who is, uh, trying to, to to, the the person who's trying to talk their, uh, family member into doing paleo, who think it's crazy and needs this like detailed science to be able to talk them into it. Like I, I really wanted to hit this, this very broad group of people and make the book for, for different types of learners. So, um, it's, I really put a lot of thought into into the the layers, and so you know how you can hone in on the most important information quickly, but then how you can digest the more detailed science and make it really approachable, and how to combine all of those things in a one in one go. And one of the things that I I am going to be doing is recording an audiobook. Um, the fall just got really too crazy, and then my publisher said, "Oh." You don't need to release the audiobook at the same time as the book. It's like totally fine if it comes out later. I'm like excellent. So that's like my job when I get home is is to figure out like home studio recording studio equipment and all of that stuff so that I can actually record the audiobook. But um that'll be like another layer for another, right? That's like another type of learner who will get to have another way of 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 getting this information, but it's it's um yeah, I'm 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 really proud of of this book and the the information that's in it and just how it all came together. Like I I really think the designers just knocked it out of the park. They took all of the little sketches that I did for all of the different graphics. I was like, I want it to kind of look like this, but obviously better because uh I'm I'm not an artist. And they just took those things and then made them like exactly what was in my head and it was just amazing. So I'm um yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really proud. And I get to um I mean it'll already have passed by the time this podcast goes live. Um but I'm in mean, I just arrived in Seattle and I have my like first book signing in Seattle tomorrow evening. Um and then I fly to San Francisco first for a a signing in San Francisco. By the time this podcast goes live, those two events will be over, but I'll be in, uh, Boston and long Island this weekend. Um, so that's, uh, Saturday I'll be in Boston that what's the date? November. Hang on. I'm going to pull up my calendar. November 11th. Um, I'll be in Boston Sunday, November 12th. I'll be in long Island. Um, Tuesday, Uh, the 14th, I'll be in Chicago, Wednesday, the 15th, I'll be in Minneapolis and Thursday, the 16th, I'll be in Atlanta. So I'm, I'm hitting most of the corners. I've I've tried very hard with this book tour. We knew it was really scrunched to get it uh, in before the holiday season started. And, and you just really can't, um, you know, bookstores have so much more inventory for the holidays. They don't have space anymore for events. Like it's really, really hard to do a book tour once, you sort of get into that week before Thanksgiving. So we knew it had to be a fairly compressed book tour. And so I really tried to to go to cities that either, um, I haven't been to before like Boston, Long Island. Um, I'm going to Lake Grove, Long Island or, uh, cities that I haven't been to in a long time. So, um, so that's the, you know, there's, I've had a few people go like, why aren't you coming to Austin? Like Austin was, was, on my list last time. (laughs) Like I'm trying to hit, I'm trying to hit some, some places I haven't, I haven't been to in a few years. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Just meet everybody and, um, to celebrate, celebrate this book with, with, uh, all of our podcast listeners and my blog readers. And, um, I think it's gonna be really fun. I'm really, I'm really excited. I'm also jet lagged. So, uh, I'm looking forward to, I'm going to, I think, adjust to Pacific time, like right on time to, uh, go back to Eastern. I think that's how this is going to work. Probably. That's par for the course. Yep. So, um, so I think I, I very, um, strategically packed, uh, some mobility, um, bands and my yoga mat. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to so need to just be able to stretch every day. Um, so that, that was my, like, how am I going to get my energy yoga?
0: So um, before I let you relax and recover for your big official kickoff tomorrow, um, I do want to remind people that there's also like this whole what appears to be about a third of the book that is recipes that would (laughs) like as big as any other regular paleo cookbook. And it's difficult for me to see recipes that I'm like, oh, I want to try that because at this point, I feel like we've tried almost everything. Um, So just going to point out some things to our listeners who maybe have the book and are feeling like, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? So Your idea of oven scrambled eggs on page 501 is really genius to me because Matt makes basically all a scrambled eggs for the whole family every single morning. And I feel like this could be something that he would be thrilled about to just put it in the oven and not have to like stand there and stir it the whole time. Um, so just people need to check that out. Give it a try. Let me know what you think. Um, I'm one for really wet scrambled eggs. So it'll just be a matter of like, do you think we could undercook the scrambled yeah. eggs in the Oh oven? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I like um, I
1: like my eggs still like clucking. <laughs> so because because it's so this recipe I I um I created this recipe for Christmas when I had a bunch of company and I just I I didn't wanna be I didn't have a, I didn't have a large skillet yet at that point. And I knew that in order to get protein for everybody for, for Christmas morning breakfast, that I was either going to have to do like two or three frying pans worth of scrambled eggs or figure out how to, how to do them in the oven. And, um, and so this was the recipe that came out of like knowing that that was something I was going to have to do. And because it's, um, cooked in a casserole dish, you actually have, a fair amount of control in like the last 10 to 15 minutes of cooking in terms of how dry you like your scrambled eggs. So you can, um, what, what you would do is you would, uh, pull them out of the oven and give them a stir. And like, once it's stirred, is that what I want? No. Okay. Put it back in the oven for three or four more minutes and then pull it out and give it a stir. Is that what I want? Yes. That's great. And then take it out of the oven. So it, the last little bit, like compared to scrambled eggs in a frying pan where it goes from slightly undercooked to like browning in about 30 seconds and your your window of perfectly cooked is really short then with with the oven method you've got much much more time so as long as you're sort of looking at it within those sort of last 10 minutes you can like dial in exactly to your liking really really easily Um, i think it's it's a lot easier to control how done it is baking them in the oven compared to a frying pan so you're going to have to no. try that now. And, uh, well, Matt, let's, well, Matt, be, Matt is, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Matt will have to try it now and, and, uh, let me know what he thinks.
0: The other recipes that I'm like, huh, I think that could work. And I'm going to give it a try. I like the idea of the yuca biscuits. Like it appears that it might be a little more on the chewy side, kind of like those, um, Brazilian cheese rolls, but without the cheese, but there's like herbs in there. It looks pretty good. I think I'm gonna have to give. Yeah, that a try. they're
1: actually so those biscuits are actually based on Irish fadge, so um, which is a a, um, a traditional Irish biscuit that's made with leftover potatoes. So that's that's the like you know gluteny version of um, what the the yuca biscuits are actually made of and it is a very different sort of biscuit from um i think the like the classic american sort of um i don't even know what to call the the type of like when i think when american thinks of biscuit they kind of think of like a really dry um crumbly like a lot of baking powder almost almost scone texture here and so this is quite a different type of biscuit because it's based on um this Irish, Irish biscuit. That's made typically made with leftover mashed potatoes.
0: What is your
1: favorite? Ooh, recipe? Good question.
0: I know so, you're going to hear it like a bajillion times. So I'm as, we'll be the first one to ask.
1: One of the things that I was able to do with this book was go through, because it's, not, it's standard paleo. It's not just autoimmune protocol, which gave me a lot more flexibility in the recipes so I was able to put in like all the recipes that are things that I cook in my house every single week. Like there's certain recipes in there, like the paleo waffles. I make a batch, a double batch, every single Sunday, and then I freeze the leftovers and they're basically frozen waffles in my freezer at all times, every single morning. Um and so I was able to kind of go through and like our staples. I was able to go through my old recipes and be like, oh yeah, that one, that was so amazing. And a lot of them are like, updated, revamped versions of old recipes. Um, but like things that I make all the time out of that book that I've made, like out of Paleo Principles since I got my copy, um, waffles and pancakes, um, the AIP taco mix, the uh, Thai beef lettuce wraps, the cashew chicken, the DIY muffins I've made. Like these are all things that I've just, I've made in the last couple of weeks. Um, I've made the chocolate gelato recently. I've made the pumpkin pie recently cause it is the season. Um, oh, that
0: is so good. Like, it's so good. We just make it as a custard and honestly, yep. like it's a breakfast food in the fall for us without the, we just do a little less sweetener and no crust and it's
1: amazing. When I did, I left my, um, husband and kids with three chicken pot pies, like fam, like dinner family sized. I made a triple version of the chicken pot pie recipe that's in the book and left them with that, um, for, for, uh, dinners. I was like, oh, at least could you guys started my mother-in-law's with them to help with cooking and stuff. But I was like, she's going to be jet lagged. Let me at least leave you with some leftovers so you don't have to cook the first couple of days. Um, and there's, uh, there's some really neat, like there's, um, a, uh, a new AIP, um, batter for deep frying in recipe in there that is, uh, Adele's like favorite, it's her favorite food. Like she's like, can we have, can we have fish and chips tonight? And it's the, um, oven baked sweet potato fries recipe that's in paleo principles and, the AIP batter recipe there's a tempura style batter and like the AIP batter is sort of like a beer batter style um and uh that's like her favorite her favorite thing um when we were
0: when we were like gonna redesign the kitchen one of the things that I tried to sneak in was like a legit deep like a real deep fryer. yes (laughs) Matt was like no (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like but hey we could do like fish and chips all the time he's like that's not what we need and I'm
1: like yeah you're right <laughs> I, think, I think the built-in deep fryers are also like I don't think they're the most straightforward things to clean compared to the countertop models where you yeah, can just kind of
0: cleaning and also from a danger perspective like once you actually hook up a gas line to it, it you know like it just was anyway I tried to argue for it but <laughs> I didn't win but, I'm with I'm, but I, with, I'm with, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I'm on that boat. I'm on the, I'm on the deep fried boat as well. <laughs>
1: um, I, I have this like super, it was like a countertop deep fire that we got with like Sears club points in like 10 years ago or something. Like it was, um, no, it wasn't 10 years ago. It had to be maybe five years ago because we, I would definitely, when I first started blogging was doing the like. Heavy-bottomed pot on the stove with a oil thermometer method. Yeah, um, which I, can catap- still, I mean,
0: it'd still be effective, you know.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's and it's still, you know, like it's it's um, a lot easier than people think to deep fry at home. Like it's it's not that hard. But these little countertop ones, like I think this model might be fifty dollars if you bought it new. We didn't even pay for it because we were using some kind of point reward points. But it just like it controls the temperature, and it's super easy to clean. And I, I still like, that's one of my favorite kitchen tools. I, when I first went paleo, so I, this is, um, also funnily enough, my six year blogging anniversary. Um, and it's almost my birthday. So many things to celebrate right now. Um, so when I first went paleo, like one of the things I was super excited about, was the idea of just being able to shed kitchen gadgets and just have like so much more space in the kitchen? Because what do you need other than like a cutting board and some good knives and a few pots and pans? And I have so many kitchen gadgets now. I have way more than I had before. But part of it is like I can't, I can't give up my pasta mill for some reason. Like so, there's like certain like old kitchen gadgets that I can't, I can't figure out how to. Because like, what if I, what if I want to make a paleo pasta? And I want to do it in a, in a pasta mill. And like now that cassava flour is a thing that exists, I probably totally could make an amazing homemade pasta with it because I bet it would just cooperate perfectly. So I have like all these like old gadgets that I, I haven't gotten rid of, but I use like once every three years. It's pretty sad. Um, but the deep fryer is definitely one that gets, gets some playing time in my kitchen. Uh, yeah,
0: all right. Well, I think we've made it clear we haven't even scratched the surface, first of all, of the book. But there's science, there's you know, quick knowledge bombs and infographics. If you you know, aren't ready to sit down and read, um, hold on, let me just I'm gonna do something that I've been waiting to do. Hold on, okay, did you hear that? <laughs> that was the book. Hold on, one more time. <laughs> If you're not ready to pick that monster up and read the whole thing, you can definitely gain a whole lot of knowledge just by, you know, even skimming through and um, looking at the table of contents in the beginning, figuring out, you know, where you might want to supplement your knowledge um, or, you know, really utilizing it the way that you would utilize an encyclopedia or a textbook and saying like you know, like what is the deal with coffee? Is this, is this a good life choice for me or not? You know, there's a whole section on it and you can just look it up. So, um, there's plenty of information there, but also, you know, just cut to the chase and make some delicious foods while you're, while you're waiting your way through. Um, and I, Sarah, just wish you the best of luck. I'm so glad that, you know, you made it there. Everything's fine. You get to visit with your family and, um, I know you're going to have an awesome time in your Pacific Northwest bookstops. The not that the crowds everywhere aren't fantastic cuz they are, but there's just something special about the Pacific Northwest. Like paleo is is just it's the it's the grain-free bread and Kerrygold butter. <laughs> like it's just they everybody knows it there even if they're not doing it. So it's it's just kind of magical.
1: Yeah, I, um, you know, when we started to organize the book tour, I I really just said to to the publicist, um, I was like, I I don't feel like I need to have a, like, book launch party in Atlanta again. Like, I've done that a few times now, and I feel like I want to I launch this, this book somewhere else. And so it became a, well, like, what's the logical thing to do? Do you want to go east coast to west or west coast to east? And I was like, let's start on the west coast. Like, that just that just sounded really fun to me. So, um, but I really am hitting, I'm hitting a lot of the places that we went um, on book tour together that were like, oh, the, the, like, like Minneapolis. Like, I, do you remember? I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. You remember. I've
0: actually had a couple of people reach out to me and tell me that they're excited to go to your stop in Minneapolis. Like I just, ah. I feel like we really bonded with Minneapolis. Yeah. It we no one had ever been there before and they were just so happy and their happy was contagious and um our, you know, like long time blog team member and podcast assistant who is, you know, off doing other things now, but Monica lived there. And so it was like so special to be there with, with all of that. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So I have heard from people, um, already, I'm not even going and they're like telling me how excited (laughs) they are to go to your books now. Um, but yeah, I just, I think it's, it's so fun to travel and meet people and, you know, thank you to our listeners and our audience for making the time to come out because It's such a mutually beneficial experience to be recharged and reminded of, you know, why we do this stuff and work hard and and all that stuff from a content perspective, but also, you know, to, to connect and and hopefully give back to you and Sarah will give you lots of, lots of hugs and I won't be there to tell her that she's taking too long. Um, That's true.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'll just have the bookstore managers who are trying to close up the stores. (laughs) To say, like, we need to close. We want to go home.
0: They're be like, where's your <laughs> bouncer? Like, oh, she's in D.C. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, I know that you have uh, work to do and rest do. before yes. your, your big day tomorrow, but congratulations on your lunch. Don't you. second-guess yourself or else I'm going to make you do another um, – you know self love podcast here about confidence <laughs> and living your best life so enjoy it don't don't get i mean you don't even have any dissent at this point you're already like anticipating the worst just enjoy the best enjoy. everybody yes everybody just live your best life enjoy don't don't worry about the haters especially when they don't even exist
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough Um, well, thanks for, for, uh, hopping on this, this podcast with me the sort of, we had to, it was, it was sort of hard work to find with my busy travel schedule to find a a time that we could, uh, actually both make it on. But, um, and I'm sure I'm, I, we know for our listeners next week will again, be a a probably pretty, um, uh, sort of short kind of check-in show because just because of how crazy it is traveling. So thanks for, for sticking with us on the podcast every single week and, um, all your support and enthusiasm. And if you're coming out to a signing, I can't wait to meet you. Um, and I just, yeah, I just want to thank, I want to thank everyone for, for their support. You know, this is, it's, um, it's you, like you are our listeners and uh, my readers who are the reason why I continue to make resources like this and continue to, to, um, you know, do all of the things that I do. And so to have your, your feedback and, and to be getting, you know, Instagram messages and, and emails and, um, you know, social media comments and, and to hear, how much you're excited about the book and excited about the tour like that, that is so much just like affirmation for me. And it, it really is super, super appreciated. So, um, thank you to everyone who pre-ordered the book, who has bought the book. Thank you to everyone who's writing reviews on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com because those reviews are super, super helpful. And, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for, thanks for listening every week.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. And also, um, I I meant to mention we got some amazing, fantastic, uh, thoughtful feedback on our essential oil discussion last week. I knew that it was going to be a hot topic. And um, I don't know if you've heard it, but I have heard um, a lot of thanks and appreciation for people um, having us look into the science and also kind of a non-biased view on both the, the risks and the benefits there. So. Well, it's a check-in this week and next. There was a lot of knowledge bombs dropped in the last show. <laughs> um, so in, enjoy that time while Sarah had it to to pull that together for
1: us because it was a lot of work. And there will be some more detailed topics upcoming. I've got and a long
0: queue waiting for you. I,
1: I I have a soapbox one planned, too, when we get back. So there's also a soapbox, soapbox one coming. So I know that's... Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I know the are so amusing, and, and we always get such like great food. people like it when we get fired up about stuff, I guess. Um, so so that's coming too. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to go grab some some dinner and um, get some work done and get ready for my super fun book launch signing tomorrow.
0: Awesome. Well, safe travels to you, and I will speak to you again next week. Those listeners who are in the vicinity, please, please, please make every effort you can to, to go visit, because, as Sarah said, you never know uh, when she'll be back, and uh, when she's around, it's kind of a, a a one-chance opportunity. So hopefully you get to make it to an event and enjoy the book tour if you're able to go. And if not, she'll be back next week to recap it for us. So... Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful week. And it's November, everybody. November.
1: (laughs) Crazy. It's true. It is true. Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal. Dun-dun-dun-dun! I win. That's what that means. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends.